This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's the Mike Missanelli podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Time for Mike Unleashed. And Mike Unleashed is going to be a little silly today, all right? Um, all right, let's get serious, first of all, Mike Unleashed, because the. Uh, the Republican debate, candidates debate was last night, and I, I caught a little of it. I wanted to see who stood out. And uh, listen, here's what here's my conclusion. Like, uh, I don't understand why the following candidates are wasting people's money because they're they're getting they're polling like at one percent. Like, well, how could you ask somebody for money when you're polling at one percent? You have absolutely no chance to win the US. So Asa Hutchinson has no chance. Uh, Tim Scott has no chance. Uh, uh, Doug Burgum has absolutely no chance. And, and frankly, Chris Christie has no chance, although I'd like to see him in the debate, take shots at Trump. And, and Mike Pence, uh, come on, come on, man, with Mike Pence. Seriously, uh, who's going to back Mike Pence to be the candidate for uh, Re- Republican presidency? So basically, it's, it's, it's Trump's ball of lose. And, and, uh, Ron DeSantis and uh, uh, Ramaswamy and Nikki Haley were, were fairly impressive, except for the fact that DeSantis is an absolute zombie maniac, scary looking dude. And Ramaswamy, who posts pictures of him playing tennis, is, the, is that smart kid from your class that you wanted to smack around, the smarmy little bastard that he is. I'd never vote for him for president. And Nikki Haley made the most sense to me. So, like, yeah, I don't know. What if I vote for Nikki Haley? I might even vote for her. I might vote for her. There you go. All right. Uh, let's move on. Uh, here's the silliness part of it. Terry Funk died. Now, a lot of people probably aren't familiar with Terry Funk. Terry Funk once was a professional wrestler. But uh, for me, he was uh, more notable as a character in one of the great campy movies of all time, Roadhouse. Now, Roadhouse is a movie that I've said before. When every time it's on, I got to tune in. It's so ridiculously stupid that it's must-watch TV. And Terry Funk was the big, curly-headed bouncer uh, that was there before Dalton came in to clean up the double deuce. Uh, so he's got he's got some great lines in the movie. Actually, Terry Funk. So I said, you know what? I got to go back in time. And I got to come up with some of the great lines from the movie Roadhouse, the ones that stick with you. So, Darren, I know you know this movie as well. Uh, so let's start with some of the most memorable Roadhouse quotes. And you tell me if you love it or not. And first of all, you know, the, the most notable one might be where he is getting sewn up uh, or stapled up from the uh, knife slash. The first time he meets Kelly Lynch, who is the emergency room doctor. And what he says is... Pain don't hurt. All right, on, on a one to ten basis, what do you got, Darren, on that pain don't hurt quote? 
see, this is a this is a movie where there's a lot of lines, but to, there none of them are really great. Like I don't quote this movie often, uh, but I'll give a that six. one a six. All right, now um, yeah. outside where this and this one involves Terry Funk uh, as they're having the uh, the delivery of the liquor when uh, uh, Wade Garrett shows up and he comes up on the on the patio there and uh, and Terry Funk says to him. Um, uh, well, you want to fight dad? And uh, Wade Garrett uh, says, well, I sure ain't going to show you my dick. <laughs> One to ten. What do you got? Oh, that's, a good, that's a seven and a half right that's there. A that's a seven and bad. a half? Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Finally, uh, late hours in the evening, they're in a little diner. And uh, Kelly Lynch is there. It's the first time she meets Wade Garrett. And uh, she goes to the restroom. And as she's walking away, Wade Garrett says, that gal's got entirely too many brains to have an ass like that. <laughs> That's a pretty good line, too, actually. Uh, I'll go seven there. That's right, a good line. You, yeah. you got to go to seven? You really can't go okay. over seven. Right. I don't quote it uh, off. All right, now. Yeah. Here is the great uh, moment where Dalton is trying to uh, train the bartender's in the double deuce, and he comes in and says, this is the way we're going to do it. And he says, you know, people uh, who want to have a good time won't come to a slaughterhouse. We've got entirely too many troublemakers here. Too many uh, 40-year-old adolescents, felons, power drinkers, and trustees of modern chemistry. It's going to change. So he's telling them, never underestimate your opponent. He says, take that two, take it outside, never start anything inside the bar unless it's absolutely necessary. And three, be nice. And of course, they all blanch at be nice. And uh, he says, uh, it, well, being called a cocksucker isn't personal. <laughs> and, and Dalton says, no, it's just two nouns combined to elicit a prescribed uh, response. And then, Steve says, well, what if somebody calls my mama a whore? And he says, is she? <laughs> All right. From one to ten. What do you got? <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, I still, I will say seven and a half. My, I'll say seven and a half on that one. What I remember from that line is he keeps saying, you did this, you be nice. This, you be nice. You be nice until it's time to not be nice. That's the that's like the most that's what oh, always sticks yes. with me from that movie. But go ahead, keep. So it's time not to be nice as part of that same soliloquy. All right, we move on with Dalton still trying to train his boys, and he says, "You take the biggest guy in the world, you smash his knee, and he'll drop like a stone." Uh, eh, five. Uh, yeah. Five on that. Okay. All right. Then he he finally finds Steve in the coat room. With a with a with a, a chick, and, and they're pulling up their pants, and uh, Dalton says, "Steve, your history." And Steve goes, "But I'm on my break." And Dalton says, "Stay on it." <laughs> uh, five, another five. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> another yeah, another five. five there. Okay. All right. All right. Let's move on to this one here. Uh, Red Webster. Red Webster, uh, as Dalton comes in, hey, what made you stay here in this town? And Red says, I got married to an ugly woman. Don't ever do that. It just takes the energy right out of you. She left me, though. Found someone even uglier than she was. 
It sounds like a Henny Youngman joke, doesn't it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm five and eight, five point five. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, sorry, we're closed. Dalton says, and uh, the badass uh, who is. Uh, uh, Brad, uh, Brad uh, Wesley's uh, front guy says, then what are all these people doing here? Dalton says, drinking and having a good time because that's why we're here. And Dalton says, you're too stupid to have a good time. Oh, that's, that doesn't wow. Four. It's not, not yeah. doesn't do anything for me. Four. <laughs> all right. And uh, finally, Terry Funk's la- la- the last time we'll mention Terry Funk and God rest his soul. Um, he said his name was Morgan, and he said after he gets fired, he said, well, "What am I supposed to do?" And Dalton says, "There's always barber college." Ah, oh, man, yeah, don't do that one. Don't do it. Yeah, I mean, it's not bad, but fine. You don't like fine. that one, huh? All right, all right, we'll do one more because I know you're gonna like this one. Wade Garrett and Dalton are having a conversation, and they're saying uh, they're on the phone. He goes, "You having trouble?" He goes, "Yeah, well, it's, you know, it's amazing what you can get used to." And, and, and Wade Garrett says, yeah, tell me about it. This place has a sign hanging over the urinal that says, don't eat the big white mint. That's not bad. I'll go six. I'm going to finish off with a six. Uh, uh, you're uh, totally underwhelmed by the, by the roadhouse stuff. You know, uh, I have a high <laughs> echelon. Uh, you know, it takes a special move for me to really quote. All right. Yeah, all right, all right, all right. Let's just go for funsies now. I just saw this uh, story. What, what is the worst state to drive in? Uh, honestly, I, I hate driving in Jersey. <laughs> You're absolutely right. That's why I never go to freaking Jersey. I hate it. Jersey is the number one worst state to drive in, according to experts. I'm not surprised. I'm not even talking about South Jersey. Then you go up north. As you're going up the turnpike, which becomes the worst nightmare up in the North Jersey. There, there are yeah, there are roads up in North Jersey that give me nightmare. Route 17 in North Jersey, if anybody's driven on it. It's just one long yeah, park. Jersey number one, followed by California. West Virginia is three. Mississippi four. And Maryland is five. And Maryland with the beltway yeah. is just a nightmare. Best states to drive in, Nebraska, North Dakota, Minnesota, and Iowa, and Kansas. Well, there's no people there. Yeah. Well, of course you drive there. I would uh, not want to drive there. I don't want to just drive and look at, like, fields. Like, that's not flatlands. Good drive. Flatlands. Yeah, that's not good for me either. All right, let's go now. Time for three questions from Mikey Miss. We do it every Thursday, three questions. What do you got? All right, three questions for Mikey Miss. Uh, these came up. These questions came up. My wife is taking my daughter school shopping. School clothes shopping today. Uh, so I started thinking about shopping and how broke uh, I'm going to be at the end of the day. Mike, what store, um, don't say Amazon, give me a specific store or, you know, an outlet store. Do you spend the most money at? Nordstrom's. Nordstrom's. Okay. Yeah, not even a question. It's really the only store I go to. I mean, if I go to a store, it's because I'm buying clothes and uh, I, I don't trust the online shopping experience because, you know, I... I I like to go and see what's out there. Yeah, so, yeah. Nordstrom's is where where I would go. Okay. Um, my, you know, my wife Maria. She's always complaining. There are two items that I have way too many of. One is watches, and the other is sunglasses. What item or items do you have that you have way too many of? Hmm. See, I'm not one of those excess guys. So, uh, you know, I have like five watches, and I think that's an excess. 
Like, I don't understand why you need watches, I, I have- <laughs> especially <laughs> just in this day and age. They're just an accessory. Like, I, I bought a watch. I, ne- I I always said, you know, I see all these people with expensive watches. And once in my lifetime, I'm going to buy an expensive watch. So at an airport, uh, Gatwick Airport in England, I saw this uh, IWC watch and I bought it. It was 10 grand. I was going to say, that's a pretty strong impulse buy. Yeah. It was. It was a total impulse buy. As I was going on an airport. If you're buying something at an airport, it's an impulse to, buy. To go to uh, Amsterdam is when I bought it. <laughs> I saw it in this watch store in the little airport, Gatwick. <laughs> I don't know even why I did that. but Trying to press some girls in the red light district, yeah, were you? No, uh, I was with a lady on the trip. <laughs> and uh, you know, went to right. coffee houses and, and ordered some hash off the menu. But... No, we're, we weren't there <laughs> during the evening. We used to like bike road at Amsterdam gotcha. streets. Mm-hmm. Oh, very nice. That's that's romantic. That's yeah, a nice little trick I had there. <laughs> All right. Final shopping question, Mike. Uh, is there anything that you buy, whether it be a particular type of food, clothing, maybe it's that watch. I don't know. Is there any item that you actually not that watch? Is this an item you buy on a regular basis? That you don't worry about what it costs. Yeah, Tommy John boxer briefs. <laughs> <laughs> well, how much could they possibly cost? You have to worry about if it. If my parents were alive and, and, and saw that I would have spent close to $50 on one pair of boxer briefs. Like, Wait a minute, what? <laughs> well, they're like I, 30, have, I think I have a couple pairs. They're like $35. Like $35. Well, you know, listen, I... I was raised with a, on a Fruit of the Loom six pack. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> so, yeah. So that's my, that's my uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't buy anything else. I once uh, I bought a pair of Nicole Miller boxer briefs, which were, I, I, I think Nicole Miller I, I got designs good, on them. Well, they were just white, but they were uh, had Nicole Miller on them. So uh, yeah, I got a good ROI on those. Uh, on yeah. the, <laughs> good return on them, that investment. All right, that's three questions for uh, Mike. All right, let's close it out. Mike Maselli Podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. A reminder that uh, on my website, MikeMiss.com, uh, tomorrow, Friday, you'll see the weekly Friday video blog or the vlog, as we call it. So check that out on MikeMiss.com. And also, you can email me, Mike at MikeMiss.com. We get a lot of nice emails lately. Uh, not exactly. You don't have to be polite when you email me. You, you could be angry about something. I, I just like intriguing emails where you put some thought into it. And I love to read them. And I respond to every email. So get me at Mike at MikeMiss.com. Don't forget, uh, fall's coming up. This fall's when your lawn needs some feeding. So call my friends at Natural Lawn because they'll hook you up. My lawn looks good. Uh, they've been able to withstand this uh, intense heat this summer. And that, that lawn has been preserved. And now the lawn... Get some good growth during the fall months. Uh, Don't forget Cameo. You want a shout out, hit me up on Cameo.com. Put my name in there and boom. And don't forget to remind your friends about this podcast. By uh, the first game of the Eagle season, we will be officially a video podcast. So stay tuned for all that, all that good stuff that's coming up. And uh, also the autumn in September is a real good month for drinking wine uh, at a nice uh, boutique winery. And the one I have in mind is called Natalie Vineyards in Cape May Courthouse, New Jersey. So start in September or late August, get over there. In fact, I'm going to be there next Tuesday. I will be at the winery next Tuesday. All right. So catch me if you want to stop back then. If you're down the shore, just stop by Natalie uh, Vineyards. I'll be there with a bunch of out-of-town friends. All right. 
I think that's about it for today. Darren, are we all done? Uh, that's it for today, Mike. We uh, might have a special national NFL uh, guest next week. Uh, okay. In the works. National NFL guest. In the works. We yeah. better have him now that we tease him. Everybody have a great rest of the day. I'm going to smoke cigars and drink bourbon with a couple of my hometown friends. How about that for the rest of the day? I'm, <laughs> more, I'm more angry I didn't get an invite to that. And have a great It's so far. You're a Jersey guy. This is way up in Bucks County. It takes me an hour and a half to get where I have to go. All right. Have a great weekend. It's supposed to be, well, it's going to rain today, but I, hopefully it's sunny weekend. All right. Thanks for listening to everybody. We will talk to you next week on the Mike Missinelli podcast. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Mike Missinelli podcast on the Bet Rivers Network.